0: Welcome to the Mark and Lila Love Broadway Podcast. I'm Mark, I've been a fan of musical theater since I was a little kid, seeing shows on Broadway, listening to original cast recordings on cassette, and performing in community theater.
1: I'm Lila, and I love musical theater, but I'm a newbie. The theater bug bit me late in life, but boy did it bite me.
0: So grab your favorite beverage, get comfy, and let's talk Broadway. Hi everybody, and welcome to the second installment of Mark and Lyle of Broadway. It's been two weeks since uh, we've been on the air, and um, it's been we got some pretty good response so far from our friends. We did, Mark. so I'm yeah. uh, pretty excited. And uh, today we're going to be talking about two shows that we saw on Broadway this summer: Funny Girl and The Music Man. And I'm I'm excited to talk about it. A little bit later in the show.
1: Yes, me too. Good to see you, Mark. Same here. Um, Thank you. And now it's time for Bagels and Broadway.
0: It's time for Bagels and Broadway with Mark and Lila who love Broadway.
1: We had some good bagels today before we came on air. And my awesome bagel was a spicy Italian bagel. Ooh,
0: that sounds good. So good. Yummy.
1: I really love a toasted bagel. Mm -hmm. Next podcast we do, I'm not going to toast it. But That's (laughs) always my go-to is a toasted bagel. And I had some nice chunky vegetable cream Mm -hmm. cheese on it. It was great. Mark, what did you have?
0: I just went old school with a poppy seed bagel and the regular cream cheese. But they have that, that soft cream cheese that's easy to spread. But I hope I don't have to have a drug test anytime soon because that'll show up on pe- in my pee. <laughs> so <laughs> let's watch out. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I hope not either. Yeah, same. So I had a, a funny text from a friend who was listening to her podcast. He's like, "I seem to have stumbled upon a podcast about bagels because two weeks ago we kind of talked a lot about bagels for." A while, but we love bagels. That's our so thing. It's we all love good. bagels. Bagels and Broadway are two favorite things in life. Yeah, it's very <laughs>
1: much that so. we, we connect with bagels.
0: So what I like to do um, is kind of talk about different things that we've done throughout the week that are music related or music theater related. Um, what have you done this past week?
1: Oh, my gosh. I went and saw Spamalock. I loved it, Mark. I had never seen it. I saw it at the Firehouse Theater in Farmer's Branch. Great
0: theater. They do great shows. So great.
1: It's about the fifth show I've gone to see Mm -hmm. it, at Firehouse Theater in Farmer's Branch. It was wonderful. I went in with no expectation, which is the way I go into quite a few shows. Um, I will tell you, when I was growing up, And I was with my siblings watching TV. They would, and I, my, all of my siblings are older than I am and they would have on Monty Python and come on, you're six or seven years old. I couldn't understand what they were saying. And I certainly didn't understand the humor, but I did watch some of it. Mm -hmm. Well, now as an adult, a much older adult, I will say, I really enjoyed it from Really, the first few minutes of the first act, it was hilarious. Um, Spamalot being a musical comedy um, a- adapted from the 1975 film Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It is a parody of King Arthur. And honestly, as soon as King Arthur, the cast member, came on stage, I they had my attention and didn't let go until the final curtain. It was hilarious and I did some research on it of course of course after I came home and of course it was hilarious it won the Tony for best musical in 2005 so everyone else liked it too 14 nominations which even for a newbie like me I know that's a whole lot of nominations and they won in three categories like I said including best musical almost 1,600 performances, which I know is a whole lot, and made over $175 million during that time period. And the part that I liked the most in doing my research on it was that Tim Curry was King Arthur in the original Broadway and West End Productions. And I absolutely love Tim Curry because to me, Tim Curry is from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. When I see anything about term Tim Curry, yeah. that's what comes to mind.
0: I was just going to ask you, because someone posted on Facebook uh, recently, how do you know Tim Curry from? It kind of tells you a lot about your generation or where you're from or what have you. And I know Tim Curry from Annie, because he was Rooster. Oh. So that's because that was in 1982. Okay. And then later... I was old enough to watch Rocky Horror and go to the theater at midnight. So, yes. first was Annie, then was Rocky Horror. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: I, for <clears throat> me, it's been Rocky Horror. I remember seeing Rocky Horror at the Dollar Movie, at the Promenade <laughs> uh, Movie Theater uh, at midnight when I was, I think, a sophomore or junior yeah, in high school. And then I saw it again at midnight with a bunch of adult friends, because yeah. I was an adult, obviously, uh, about mm, eight or nine years ago and just loved it. Just, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And then I also saw the the um, play version of it. The mm-hmm. um, Dallas Theater Center, if I recall correctly, mm-hmm. did a version of it. But Tim mm-hmm. Curry will always mm-hmm. be Rocky Horror to me. Yeah. So I just love that. So anyway, that was my... Uh, my musical
0: theater little bonus for the past week. That's awesome. So let me ask you, when you went eight or nine years ago, was it at midnight? Yes. You went to a movie at midnight.
1: Yes. When I was in my mid forties. I I know.
0: I can't go anywhere at midnight if I'm not home already. Yeah. I'm not leaving the house. Yes. And,
1: and I have gone to a wedding in Arlington earlier that, like that evening.
0: You didn't get a nap in? No, no, you know, you're the nap king. This is you, true, but if I'm going out at midnight, I need a nap. Absolutely, 100%, I need a nap.
1: No, I I uh, foraged through.
0: Yeah, and it was
1: just as enjoyable. Obviously, I didn't remember a whole lot from when I saw it in wow. high school. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it so much and I, I really loved Tim Curry. So I would have yeah. loved to have seen him in Spamalot. That sure. would have been a real treat. Too sure. bad I couldn't.
0: Absolutely. So my musical theater of the week. So I go to Josie Records twice a year and I pick up all, you know, anything Broadway related, musical theater, have a, a ton of um cast recordings and i bought barnum last time i was there and that was probably like a f- like three or four months ago and i never listened to it until this week i listened to barnum and it's and i knew some of the songs because we did some of the songs i went to a performing arts camp of course of course uh, of course i did um and so i knew a few of the songs but it was just kind of nice to like listen to it on vinyl a few times and it's a great score yeah, you know. tell, me,
1: tell me about some of the songs on it.
0: Um, so, Come Follow the Band. Okay. That's just a real, it's just a very upbeat song. Okay. Black and White. Um, wow, now you're just putting me, you know. Well, yeah. this is know. for
1: me, for my yeah. list of what to ask Alexa this is true. to play say, when I'm getting ready in say, the morning. Just say, play
0: Alexa, play Barnum. Okay, I'm going to do we'll be, that. we'll be good to go.
1: I'm going to do that. I'm always looking <laughs> for some new Broadway musical theater music for Mm -hmm. uh, Alexa to play. So I'm going to do that tomorrow.
0: Absolutely. And I wanted to share this because every morning I always look at my memories on Facebook. And the other day, every single from every year was musical theater related. So from three years ago... Um, just woke up from a dream where I was in the process of contacting Kristen Bell so we could reunite and do our high school production of Godspell for Disney Plus's encore. Oh,
1: there's Godspell again. There's Godspell again. We talked about it in our first episode.
0: Bring on those clowns, baby. <laughs> um, four years ago, no, Papa, he did not ask me to go. I want to go. Do you know what that's from?
1: Is that from Fiddler? It is from Fiddler. Oh, okay. I'm
0: impressed. I'm impressed, Lila. No, the pop-up part. Yeah, but still, that could be anything. And
1: for our listeners, yeah. uh, I just saw my first ever mm-hmm. performance of Fiddler last year on stage. So that's why Mark is so impressed mm-hmm. that I actually know.
0: And I think it's very safe to say that Fiddler on the Roof is my favorite musical.
1: Okay. Okay. I did not know that.
0: people ask me all the time. It's either fiddler or gypsy it's 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 a toss-up no
1: you love gypsy and of course we're gonna talk about that in an upcoming mm, episode Yes, we are. and see i thought annie was up there i know it's up there but i guess it's not one of your well, top two
0: so annie is just sentimental because it was the first one okay and i'm still in love with angie mccardle uh-huh. she is my broadway goddess um that belting voice and the scoop and vibrato that she does Still just makes you crazy. I just love her. That's it. Um, From six years ago, how am I just seeing this? Carol DeMoss was the original Sandy in Greece. The same Carol who was on the Magic Garden with her gal pal Paula. So the Magic Garden is a very East Coast thing. It was a children's show with Carol and Paula and they they had a Magic Garden and they had this, I forgot what Sherlock was, but it was some kind of like Pet, And they had a bunch of flowers. I forgot what they're they're called, but they would laugh. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like a children's show, but it was only on the East Coast. So if you ask someone from Texas or like Arizona, hey, do you remember the Magic Garden? Mm -hmm. No, it was a tri-state area type of thing. Oh,
1: okay. So yeah,
0: but she was the original uh, Sandy in Greece and I didn't know. Okay. And she was a brunette. God forbid you don't have a blonde, you know? Um, 2014 was if we can't have NPE NPH Neil Patrick Harris, mm-hmm. Mr. Jackman is the next best thing, and it was basically um, um, advertising that he was back hosting the Tony Awards.
1: Oh, okay, okay, uh, boy, yeah. oh boy, this date, yeah, many years back, exactly. Holy cow. And
0: every yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, and then there was an advertisement for Wicked the Musical. Can't wait to see this again at Fair Park. Um, and then th- that same year, had an amazing weekend, got back to my roots and performed the ensemble of a great concert version of Ragtime.
1: Oh my gosh. So and was all, all on this date.
0: All on this date. In, and just, in memories yeah, and yeah, absolutely. So yeah, there you have wow, it. Wow. Yeah, musical theater just runs in my blood. <laughs> it does. Uh, I just love it. I was, so two weeks ago, it was the day before our podcast Mm -hmm. dropped, and I was at a Super Bowl party, and someone would ask me about the podcast, because I saw my Facebook, and of course, this turned into a 45-minute conversation of Broadway musicals, and theater, and New York, and of course, at a Super Bowl party, I would be the one talking about Annie, and you know... (laughs) it would be you. It would be me. Absolutely. All right. So we could go ahead and talk about um, the two main musicals of today's show. Yes. First off is Funny Girl. Funny
1: Girl. Yes.
0: Yeah, so we both saw Funny Girl on Broadway. A little bit about Funny Girl because it's everybody knows Barbara Streisand did the movie and she did the Broadway, but a lot of people don't know that much about the show. Mm -hmm. So it first opened on Broadway in 1964 with Barbara Streisand. It is based in the life and career of comedian and Broadway star Fanny Bryce. It also kind of goes on about her off and on again stormy relationship with gambler Nikki Arnstein. Um, Of course, Barbara Streisand starred as Fanny Bryce on Broadway and in the iconic movie and I didn't know this, but um, the Broadway production in 64 was produced by Fanny Bryce's son-in-law, Ray Stark.
1: Oh, wow.
0: So Ray okay. Stark married Fanny Bryce's and Nicky Arnstein's daughter, Frances Bryce.
1: Okay, okay. So
0: Ray Stark, I knew the name, and I was like, how do I know this name? He went on to produce many other movies that we know. Mm-hmm. West Side Story. Oh. Steel Magnolias. The Goodbye Girl.
1: You're kidding!
0: The Toy. Oh, okay. I don't
1: know why. Oh, I... you don't
0: remember that? It was Richard Pryor. I think it was, uh... Scott... Was it Scotty Schwartz? Scott Schwartz? Little red-headed kid. Little brat. Um, and of course, he produced Annie, the movie. Uh-huh. Oh. From 1982. Uh, there was a West End revival in 2016, starring Sheridan Smith. Um... That I knew not personally, but from Legally Blonde from the West End, um, and there was there was a pro shot of this that I saw on Broadway HD, um, and I think I watched it during COVID. Okay. Yeah. So
1: I didn't know about that. Yeah. I didn't. I,
0: yeah. I, so, I thought there
1: had just been this whole long mm, gap. Yeah. Between Barbra Streisand and then Beanie coming on the Well, on, well, the on Broadway
0: it was, but this was on the the West End in London. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Got so in, 20, in 2011, there was supposed to be a revival of Funny Girl uh-huh. with uh, Lauren Ambrose oh. from uh, Six Feet Under, the yes. TV show on HBO. Yes, one and, of the siblings. Yeah. So she was supposed to be Fanny Bryce. And then my understanding what I got from Google, because Google is your friend, guys, four investors backed out all at once. Um, and the revival just never came to fruition. Um, the production was supposed to be about, like, a $12 million big production, $12 million production. And they backed out because they were skeptical that they could make money in a Broadway season. that also included revivals of Porgy and Bess, Follies, Anything Goes, Godspell, oh. <laughs> and Evita. Um, I actually saw that revival of Evita, and it was terrible. Really?
1: Yeah. Oh, I can't, I, I would never yeah. have thought that.
0: So... Ricky Martin was in it. Uh-huh. He was lackluster. I'm like, he is gorgeous and he, he's, you know, he's great to look at. Yes. And he's a great singer. Oh, yes. But he was just lackluster. That's disappointing. That's surprising. And, and Elena Roger was, played Ava Perone. Uh-huh. And she was just screechy. And she's Argentinian, but her accent kind of, like, wavered. So, I went with a bunch of friends in New York years ago and none of us liked it. We're like, this is awful.
1: Wow. That's very that's disappointing and, and yeah. like I said surprising. Wow. Yeah,
0: it was not good. So to the 2022 Broadway Revival mm-hmm. starring who? <laughs> uh
1: it's starring my favorite Beanie Feldstein. Yes. I love Beanie. You and I were at the same performance of Funny Girl mm-hmm. in July. Again, went in with no expectation, and I will come forth and tell you, I never saw Funny Girl the movie. So went in, had a friend with me who came in from Jersey. You were sitting separate from us. Mm -hmm. My friend and I loved it. We loved it. It was great. I thought Beanie was awesome. The set was great. I just really enjoyed it. And so then intermission came, And we met you and some other friends of ours that were there out in the foyer. And I was like, okay, so do you love it? And you and Doug were like, no, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you're kidding. Did we just see the same first act? So, and the same thing happened when we talked once the second act was over. It didn't, for y'all, it didn't build any more steam Mm -hmm. in the second act. For me and my friend, it
0: was really, really
1: enjoyable. So tell me why, let's talk about why y'all didn't like it.
0: So for me personally, I don't love Funny Girl in general. I don't love the music. I don't, you know, love the story. It's a long show. Granted, the cast was very talented Very stupendous. There was some great voices. There was some great dancing. There was great choreography, and the sets were great too. But Beanie, and I know you love Beanie, and I love Beanie too. You know, I, I, on my wall, I had, I literally had. There was a selfie of me and Beanie from when I saw her in Hello Dolly. Yes, and she's, she was great in Hello Dolly. She's great in. Different movies she's done. She was great in um, the Monica Lewinsky show that she did. I think it was on A&E. And
1: she was great in What We Do in the Shadows. She's I watched a, that last year. She, Loved her in it.
0: She's a talented actress. And she's a good singer. But she's not a phenomenal singer. She's not a strong singer. Okay. She didn't pull it off. She did not pull it off. She was very meh. She was very
1: ah, eh, you know. That's what
0: that's what you and our other yeah. friends said. For community theater, Beanie, you are amazing. But for Broadway, it's to pull this iconic role, and I'm not comparing her to Barbara Streisand.
1: But you know that all the critics everybody.
0: Every, all of the critics. Which isn't fair, which isn't <laughs> fair. But you know, but let's back up a little bit. Okay. So when Beanie was first cast and it was all over you know, social media, everyone was like, she, she's, you know, she'll make a terrible Fanny Bryce, she's not good enough, she doesn't have enough Broadway credits, and a lot of people even mentioned her physical appearance. Yes, which I read it, that. Which, it was not right, because <laughs> she, she's a big girl. Who says a big girl can't be amazing? And, exactly. Uh, you know, fantastic in this role, but she wasn't. But she was... I think she was very defeated by the time we saw her because she was getting all this negative press before rehearsals even started. And then the show opened and she got very, you know, very mixed reviews. Most of them, you know, bad. Yes. Nobody, they didn't really yeah. like her. And then like the first or second weekend of the show, she was out cause she had a wedding out of town and Julie Banco, her understudy went on, and people raved. They lost their you-know-what over Julie Banco.
1: Yes, you sent me, after the, after we had gone to see Funny Girl, you sent me a reel or a video of mm-hmm. Julie, and it was
0: fantastic. She's phenomenal. Yes, because her she put, voice. She put the funny and the personality wow. in a Funny Girl, and that's what Beanie lacked. She lacked that personality. Fanny Bryce is a comedian. I didn't see Comedian from Beanie. You didn't see it. I just saw, it was like a high school production of, you know, yeah. I, I just saw Beanie surrounded by professional actors that were phenomenal and seasoned and knew their stuff. And then there was Beanie. And like I said, I love her. I just did not yeah, you love You saw her in her. Hello Dolly. Yeah. You have a picture with her. I do. <laughs> on
1: your wall. I, again, I really loved her in it. Same thing. I went into it. I had not, honestly, I hadn't seen her. I saw her in What We Do in the Shadows, which is a mockumentary mm-hmm. about vampires. It's hilarious. And I had not seen that yet. Mm-hmm. But I had seen her in some other movies. And... And just found her to be funny and charming, and was very excited to see her in Funny Girl. And for me, she, for me and my friend, my friend who was with me, she didn't disappoint. But I also don't have under my belt mm-hmm. the experience of going to as many shows and being acting in mm-hmm. theater that you do. So, I pay respect to that, and I understand where you come from sure. and as my father would say, differing on things, you know that's what makes horse races but i I really enjoyed her. Mm-hmm. I will say this: when we were there in July, and when we saw her right after we saw her, it came out that she was leaving the show, mm-hmm. and she left very shortly thereafter, and she left even earlier <laughs> than she had told the press she
0: was going to leave yeah and I think by the time we saw her. She was defeated because I think so too. it's kind of like, let's say next week I have a guest co-host and it's not you. And then people are like, oh my God, your guest co-host was amazing. So much better than Lila. Hey,
1: are you getting new ideas or something?
0: I, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> okay. making a point. Okay, and just then the next time you're here, you're going to be like, why am I here? You know, exactly. everybody raved about my replacement and then here I am. I'm just, I just think she was, she was done. I think she was mentally just like done and like. So she was I'm just. You go. think she was
1: just phoning it in when I we saw? I think she was. Her. I'm like. Yeah. She
0: totally phoned it in when we were there. Absolutely.
1: Fair but, enough. And, and and your and your opinion of the show, unfortunately, was uh, the, majority the majority of yeah. not
0: just critics but also attendees. Well, afterwards, a bunch of us went for dessert. Yes. And all of us were like, eh, it was it was just very eh and very mediocre and you know for like it was amazing we loved it I'm like okay girls calm down. <laughs> calm down calm down and eat your gelato calm which down. by the way
1: it was delicious gelato as
0: always but yeah
1: oh can we please talk about nikki armstein
0: oh yes please, oh my Let's, gosh. please do please.
1: please
0: can we talk about him yes
1: ramen Car- How do you...
0: Ra- can- Rameen Karamalu. And
1: oh, my god, He's my
0: boyfriend, so do not get his name okay, incorrect. Thank well, you. Well,
1: he's also my boyfriend, so move on over. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I think that my jaw hit the ground when he came out. And that one scene where his shirt was off... Oh, I know it hit the ground. I think I lost consciousness for a few <coughs> seconds.
0: So, we were in the front row... Me, Tim, and Clay, and I think simultaneously got pregnant. (laughs) Like, you saw every single ab. Like, all eight of his abs. Like, he has an eight-pack, and he was, like, right there, right in front of us. I was like, oh, my gosh, I could die and go to heaven now. Like, yeah.
1: And the three of y'all pregnant all at once. All at once, carrying his
0: babies. crazy. Wow. That's a lot of child support. Yeah. But Ramin is is a Broadway star. He's dying... A ton of Broadway. Um, He's done stuff on the West End. He has a phenomenal voice. Mm -hmm. It's just rich and lovely. And, you know, he's a great actor. He he played that... He played Nicky Arnstein with charisma and just, you know, machismo. He was... Yeah, he's very With
1: lots of machismo. That's a great way to put it. Yeah,
0: he definitely... I've never seen him do anything bad.
1: Oh, well, Mm -hmm. I didn't... We certainly didn't see him do anything bad in that play.
0: No, that is definitely correct. And so, Jane Lynch played uh, uh, Fanny's mother. Yes. And I thought she was lackluster. I remember you
1: saying um, that. Yeah, that was the... Yeah. Jane Lynch was in the cast when we yeah. saw it. Yes. But
0: funny, and I will um, I think it was during COVID, I saw Rosie O'Donnell on an interview, and she's like, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but... Uh, but Funny Girls Coming to Broadway, and I was cast as Mrs. Bryce. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, that never happened, no. so I don't know if she got in trouble because she opened her big mouth um, or not.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. I never heard that.
0: Yeah. Okay. But Jane Lynch was uh, played her mother, mm-hmm. and this is an, a very unpopular opinion, but I think Jane Lynch is a one-trick pony. I really do. Yeah, I I think
1: her character in Glee, like that's the that's that's the breadth of the character she can play.
0: I think, and I saw a lot of Mrs. Bryce and what her character is in uh, the the marvelous Mrs. Maisel or whatever that show's called.
1: Right,
0: and then every other character she plays is what she played on Glee. So, very
1: typecast yeah, in the roles absolutely, that she's taking.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
1: I enjoyed her in that role also. Mm. Um, or, or in the role that we're talking about. Yeah. Playing uh, Fanny's mom. Mm-hmm. I will say, again, I know it's unpopular opinion. I loved, I really loved Beanie. And I loved her character more than I loved her mother. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't go as far to say that I felt that Jane Lynch was lackluster. But... I didn't feel, I I didn't see, uh, you know, stars and wasn't overwhelmed when she was
0: on stage. I thought she
1: was good, but she didn't overwhelm me.
0: Well, Jane Lynch was replaced by Tova Felchin, Yes. Who was a veteran actress, been around since day one. And I've seen bootlegs of her and she is Fanny's mother. Like she just has- She owns it. Oh, she owns it. She becomes that character- She becomes, you know, Fanny's mom, just like Leah Michelle is Fanny Bryce. You know, Leah Michelle, everybody knows this, but it goes worth saying. You know, Leah Michelle replaced Beanie afterwards, and Leah just knocks it out of the park. I was on TikTok, and every single person who has seen Funny Girl with Leah Michelle. They were all bootlegging it because I saw so many different versions of Leah Michelle, and she is just yeah,
1: fifteen out of ten on different things that I follow on Facebook, Instagram, social mm-hmm. media, etc. Um, you're right, and I very much was uh, resistant mm-hmm. to liking her, mm-hmm. and but I did see her see her sing and perform in the Thanksgiving Day parade oh, yeah. and cuz you tagged me on something on social media and you said you have to watch this yeah. okay and i would and i remember texting you and i was mm-hmm. like okay
0: and i know you're beanie, right. but you have to admit that Leah is a much better fanny Bryce.
1: if i'm going to be What's truthful uh, you're right yeah. you're right i'm going to be i would i would tell you i think i would like to go see a uh, funny girl again with Tova as Fanny Bryce's mom. Oh, yeah. And with Leah as Fanny Bryce. And a, a little um, piece of trivia about Tova is that... So, Ed Asner mm-hmm. uh, was a friend of mine. And he, he and I became friends in 2019. We were friends until he passed mm. in 2021. And when I met him in early... Like, spring of 2019... He was actually starring in the soap myth that was on tour through the country, throughout the country, and Tova was in it with him. So when I saw that she was replacing Jane Lynch, I found that to be oh, really interesting. That's cool. And that grabbed my attention. Yeah. So that made me want to want to go see Funny Girl with those character replacements yeah, in it.
0: I love to see Leah and Tova in it, but I also want to see Julie Banco.
1: Yes. You and I Julie. have talked yeah. about Julie a lot in the past mm-hmm. because she really, she is phenomenal.
0: Oh, yeah. And the thing is, you know, she's an understudy. Name one other understudy that is right now on Broadway. I can't name one. No. But Julie Banco, she understudied for Beanie and all of a sudden, she's a household name. Yes. Yeah.
1: Agree.
0: She has a, she has a great TikTok also, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah. You sent
1: it to me and I, I, I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the second show that we saw last summer, uh, "The Music Man."
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Wow, it was. um, Well, you saw it last summer. I saw it uh, about four months later. Mm -hmm. So we both saw it last year. It um, with Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster in it as the leads. And it closed January of this year after a whole lot of wonderful, successful uh, performances. And um, yeah, it closed January 15th. It had 46 previews and 374 regular performances. And I'm telling you, every person that I knew that went to New York and saw shows, If they only saw one show, like I had some friends go a couple weeks after we were both there in the summer Mm -hmm. and they saw The Music Man. And then I had, I mean, just everybody I knew that went to New York and went to a show, if they saw a few or if they only saw one, Mm -hmm. they saw The Music Man. And there's a reason why. Mm -hmm. I resisted seeing it. I had seen it my very first time seeing The Music Man was last May. At the Eisenman Center in Richardson, which is a suburb of Dallas. Mm -hmm. And it was mainly high school students putting it on. But there were some adults in it, of course. There were a couple or a few college students in it. And, of course, little kids, of course, the cast, And my friend Max was in it, and he was the anvil salesman.
0: Charlie Cowell. That's the part I played. Oh, is that yeah. the part? Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Where? Mm. when When you were in high school. No, six years ago at the Artisan Center Theater in Hearst, Texas. Oh, yeah. you,
1: oh, you yep. and I never talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, so Max is my friend Valerie's son, mm-hmm. and he goes to college nearby, and I love to go see him in shows. He was
0: great in Cabaret, and he was also great in...
1: In uh, Biloxi Blues. Yes, yes. Yes. Yep. He's amazing. And this was the first time Mm -hmm. that I had ever seen the Music Man. Mm -hmm. And I took my friend's daughter and we went in. I didn't know what to expect. And the opening scene, Mm -hmm. the wow, it was, uh, it just was phenomenal. And again, he was, Max was phenomenal as the anvil salesman. Um, The Music Man is, it's a musical. With book, music, and lyrics by Meredith Wilson, and it's based on a story by Wilson and Franklin Lacey. Mm-hmm. And the lead character in it is Harold Hill, and he's a traveling huckster. And boy, did Hugh Jackman pay, play that well! He was he was made for that role, I think. I mean, he just he when, when I saw the per, the performance in November on Broadway. He just, I said this to anyone I talked to about it afterwards, he just glided across the stage. He was just a natural. It was so <laughs> enjoyable to see him transform the way he did in River City. So tell me your
0: thoughts. So I saw five shows uh, that week when we were in New in York. July. In July. And Music Man was my utmost absolute favorite show that I saw that week. Really? I loved it so much. Why though? So I love revivals. I love seeing a show that I've known for you know since I was a child. I was in the front row and just from the very beginning of you know Rock Island, which is the the first the, the first number. Uh-huh. Just the colors of the set and the energy of the stage are just the different interpretations of the characters mm-hmm. was just amazing for me. Like, I loved every second of it. Mm-hmm. I had a smile on my face the entire time. I remember you saying that. And you were on the front row. Yeah, we are in the front row. Okay. And we, we saw Hugh Jackman sweat. Um, <laughs> and every facial expression from every single member, you know, whether they were a lead role or in the chorus. And it's just amazing. Such an amazing theater experience. It was, Mm. I would agree with you.
1: I was, so I went in November and seeing the Music Man, Mm. when I went on this trip with my friend Alan, we saw five shows Mm. in four days and Music Man was the last show I bought tickets to like three days before we went on the trip and we had great seats. Mm -hmm. We weren't front row. I don't know. We were probably 15 or 16 rows back, Mm -hmm. but we were it was perfect where we were sitting and it was wonderful. Alan turned to me and said mm-hmm. because we had we had seen some jukebox musicals mm-hmm. before that we had seen mm-hmm. Anne Juliet and we had seen Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. and we had seen A Beautiful Noise, yeah. which is all about Neil Diamond's life. Mm-hmm. So we'd seen, you know, a couple of like I said, jukebox musicals, yeah. and Alan turned to me and said, Oh, this is this is more an old-fashioned musical. Yeah, it's like And that's old, exactly yeah. what it is.
0: yes, yeah. it's an old-school musical revival. Yes. And it did not disappoint at all. Not at all. I'm like Hugh Jackman was amazing. Sutton Foster's interpretation of uh, Marion Peru, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit snarkier uh-huh. than, you know, a Marion would be. Um, she doesn't look like, you know, Mary Julie blonde and a little, you know... Sutton's a tall girl. Yes. You know, so she's not built like people want Marion to be, and she's not a high soprano. And a lot of uh, the trolls online were very upset that, oh, well, they're going to lower the keys, and it's who cares? It's Sutton Foster. She I know, it's is, Sutton Foster. And she's amazing. I love the way she did the role. It was a different mirror that we've seen before.
1: She just the two of them. Yeah. Again, it's my word, and I don't use this word that often. They both seem to just glide across the stage, Mm -hmm. and they owned the scene, whatever scene they were in, when they were in the scenes together, when they were separate. uh, I started listening to the soundtrack after I saw the performance I told you about that I saw last May. Mm -hmm. And so when I would be in my house and I would tell Alexa to play Music from the Music Man, So over and over and over, ever since last May. Mm -hmm. So And then I went and saw it in November. So you're talking about for six months, I listened to it, honestly, nonstop. Mm -hmm. And so every song, and when we went in November, we still had to wear masks. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I noticed, I caught myself about halfway through the first act. I noticed that I was smiling at Every number,
0: oh, I... because
1: I mean I yeah. was smart, but specifically at every number. I um, mean I was really enjoying I the a whole smile show. Smile
0: on my face the entire time. It was
1: so much fun. It was yeah. just so much yeah, fun. It was. It, it was, was like a. It was like a day at the fair. Yeah, Seriously, absolutely. It was just so much fun. And when Harold helps Winthrop mm-hmm. find his voice, and in the Wells Fargo wagon song, and that's just I. I got a lump
0: in my throat. Oh, we all did. We mm-hmm. all did. We were all like, it's, it's just so sweet and endearing. Oh, and he gives him the coronet, and yeah, he finds his voice, and mm-hmm. he comes out of his shell, and he changes into this, you know, quote, unquote, normal boy, because he was very troubled, and he lost his father. Uh-huh. The one thing, and I know this is very picky, but Winthrop's mother, Winthrop and uh, Marianne's mother... I was like eighty years old in the show.
1: Yes, there's I no. That
0: too. Yeah, there's no way that she birthed Winthrop like ten years ago when she was seventy. Okay, you thank
1: know? you. I was. it's not something you and I ever talked about. No. But yes, I mean she and,
0: was she was great. And there's but also why was she so
1: much older? She's
0: So old. She was so old. Great actress. Yes. Don't get me wrong. She was a phenomenal actress and really played the part well. She was so old. Yes. But there's always people, um, who uh think that Winthrop is really Marion's kid. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. I've never heard that. Oh yeah, and they even, mean, and they yeah. even like played that up in Schmigadoon, which is an Apple plus uh, Apple TV series which is great. Oh. Okay. You'll have to watch Schmigadoon. Okay. i have to put that yeah. on my list now. Yeah. So, yeah, she was just very old, but Winthrop was adorable. Yes. All the kids, like these kids, they're Broadway kids, but they oh. were
1: didn't you love the library scene? The library scene. Yeah. I, was, I was awestruck was awestruck. They by were it.
0: all, they were like simultaneously all throwing books at each no. other and not one fell on the ground. Yes. Yes. And these are theater kids. Yes. Theater kids are not always athletic and, you know, being able to throw stuff and catch they were, stuff. All of them
1: were on point. They were great. You didn't know where to look because <clears throat> yeah. there was so much going on. Yeah. The,
0: it would, yeah. it was great. It the, was great. Yeah. The choreography throughout the show the colorful sets everything was just spot on i just yeah i have not a bad word to say no about and it i will
1: tell you this so when when we were both there at the same time in july but again you saw it in july but that was not one of the shows yeah. i saw then um, i was on my way yeah. actually one mm. afternoon mm-hmm. to go see into the woods mm. yeah and i was walking past the stage door oh, right. of I the music the story, man yeah. and who do i see but Sutton Foster, oh, you're so and lucky. That's so I cool. had to, I had to get to into, into the woods. I wasn't running late, but I was running right on time. Mm. But by as soon as I saw her, it was screaming in my head, just stop for a minute and just take a bunch of pictures. So I turned back around. I didn't go up to her. I didn't bother her. She was with her husband, and I want to say her publicist because she was taking some pictures uh, next to. One of the hot dog carts, because her dress, the colors in it, were the same colors on the hot dog cart. Because so she posted that picture a day or two later on her social media, and she was on the way to go see the same performance of Into the Woods oh, that I was. No way. That's what she posted about. That is and, so cool. But, like I said, I saw her. She was on the street, and I just went snap, 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 yeah. and then I okay. ran to into the woods.
0: So you and Sutton saw into the woods together.
1: and um, we did. Yeah, we that's did. Great. So that—that's my story, great. and I'm completely sticking to it. I love it. So awesome. it was great. But I really, I've been listening to the music now mm-hmm. uh, from Music Man for nine months. And I can't get enough of it. I can't. I love it. Well, I really enjoyed talking about these two shows with you.
0: Oh my God, me too. I had so much fun.
1: I did. I did too. And I can't wait for our next episode where we'll talk about two more shows that we've both seen. Mm -hmm. And we really
0: appreciate uh, our listeners for tuning in. And it's time for our curtain call where we say goodbye and take our vows. Feel free to send us an email at markandlila at yahoo.com That is Mark with a C, M-A-R-C, and Lila is L-I-L-A. Mark and Lila at Yahoo.com. We would love to hear from you. If you like what you hear, do not forget to follow us and give us a five-star rating. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, guys.